the Eric in the Morning podcast. What's the best way to pay your ComEd bill? Whichever way works best for you. Choose from a variety of ways to pay at ComEd.com slash pay ComEd powering lives. Welcome to the Eric in the Morning podcast on 101.9 The Mix Chicago. All right, take it away, Eric. This comes to us from Bill, who says, uh, hey, we have a bet. I don't know who we is, but it's Bill and somebody else. Okay. We have a bet. Please help us. Who said on your show, I'm not a baby, you're a baby? Mm-hmm. Oh. Which celebrity said, I'm not a baby, you're a baby uh, on this show? I'm a baby. Now, I know, Whip, you know the answer right away. I do. I I'm not even, do. I'm just recusing myself on this one. Yes. Uh, Violetta, this will be a little bit more of a challenge for you. Yeah. What celebrity performer? And I'll give you the context, too. Okay, okay. I was having a conversation with him, the he. Him, okay. About the fact that I don't like needles. And he was getting some a shot for something. And I said, are you going to act like a baby when you get it? And he says, I'm not a baby. You're a baby. Um, I think I know it. Okay. Um, I had his name, and then I lost his name. I know he's really popular. Mm-hmm. He's probably like in his like like he's a little older. I'll give you a clue. I saw a story on him over the weekend, and he looks like an elderly woman now. Oh, okay, a little bit. And I love the guy. I love he's the guy. Great. I say he that doesn't a, care. I say that from a place of joking and love because I know if he heard it, he would laugh at that. Yeah, and he'd say like, "I've also got a billion dollars." Right. So he's I'm like, very rich and he's happy. Like, like, I look like a woman. You should see what you look like. <laughs> he would say that. Do you want my guess? Sure. Bruce Springsteen? Close. Oh, you're, in not the, far, you're in the right state. You're in the right state. Oh, I don't know where he's from. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not a baby. You're oh. a baby. Oh! Let's go to that clip. I'm not a baby. You're a baby. There you go. That's I'm not a baby. <laughs> you're a baby. <laughs> John Bon Jovi, the man who accused me of being a baby. That's hilarious. And we were supposed to have, this was supposed to be, you know, the summer of rock. That's right. Uh, with uh, Bon Jovi and and he had Def Leppard and Guns N' Roses. And, you know, every 80s uh, hair band ever known to man was coming through Chicago. Motley Crue. Motley Crue. True. You're absolutely right. Hella Mega. Hella Mega. They're not Even. so much 80s hair bands. Oh, yeah. You're right. You're right. They, yep. are, they are coming through. And in an odd twist, I ran into a Cubs chairman, Tom Ricketts, yesterday. Oh, that's and odd. And he's still lamenting the fact that Guns N' Roses aren't going to be in town. Oh, uh, well. I said, you know, I invited the governor. Yeah. Oh. yeah. And then he's like, oh, man, I forget yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, well, maybe next year. But, man, I was jacked for Guns N' Roses. I know. Yeah. I think Over that is Wrigley. set for next year at Wrigley. I think they've already rescheduled him, that, right? He said, yeah. Yeah. All- all things considered. Well, we know that things are not set in stone, but you <laughs> know it's supposed to happen right, next year. Right. They drew it in crayon, yeah. but we'll see if that turns out to be the case. A tie at number three. The song you always sing in the shower, Eric. Hold on by Wilson Phillips. Hold on by Wilson <laughs> No, you do now, not. Why, why is that the case? You know, my uh, my wife always likes to sing it. It's just some of those songs, oh, like, no. when the, uh, car, we're in the car, she just belts it out. Yeah. And so, like, when I'm in the shower, it's just in my head. And so I'm like, someday somebody's going to, you know, I just yeah. start feeling it. <laughs> right. Oh, it man, that's a good You're one. You're not alone, Eric. You're not alone. Colleen? <laughs> Hi. Hi. I also like Hold On by Wilson Phillips. Also, and why, why do you think it's in your head? 
it's just a really good feel-good song, and it gets you moving in the morning. Really? Wilson Phillips. Yes. See, now I punched it into the computer if you had finished number one, and there's no Wilson Phillips in here. The closest I can get to Wilson Phillips is Will I Am with Britney Spears. Oh, that's a good one, too, though. Which I know you love. <laughs> Quite different than Wilson Phillips. Scream and shout. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, scream and shout. At number two. Mm-hmm. At number two, the song you always sing in the shower, John. Queen, Fat Bottom Girls. Yes. Fat Bottom Girls. <laughs> all I right. Can't, I can't get the image out of my head. You know, like, all the words to that, Eric. You sang it once, didn't you? I don't. I know some of Fat Bottom Girls, but. Best I, song ever. Yeah, I don't know the oh, whole no. thing. The only queen I have in here is the Another One Bites the Dust. That's the only one I have. So, had you uh, chosen that, I, I probably couldn't have done it. You would have had to pick between one or the others. And finally, in at number one, Mike, the song you always sing in the shower. The theme song from the Golden Girls. Oh, God. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, that's so good. Theme song from the Golden Girls. You got a little bit for us? Where do you think that came from? Uh, it's, it's tattooed into my brain. From watching it too much with your mom? I guess, well, with, with whoever, whoever's right. going to watch Well, you know, it's, a, it's reaching a whole new generation. I think, like, my daughters watch Yeah, Golden I Girl. love Golden Girls. I go to bed every night watching Golden Girls. And if I get to the second episode, I know it's too late and I really got to get to bed. Mm. But, I mean, Sophia, she's so funny. Is it the kitsch quality of it? You know, I'm trying to imagine what the whole new All generation right. is seeing in it. The mix. Somebody from Dancing with the Stars named Allison Holker. I don't know who she is. Yeah. <laughs> Says, I really enjoy homeschooling my kids during quarantine. It's a blast. We have a great time. We all sit around and learn math and have cupcakes. Yeah. It's going to be great. Can't wait for the school year to start. Pull it together, Allison. All right. <laughs> you don't need to try to pass yourself off as the perfect household. We all live in other ones. We all yeah. know the truth. Anybody listening who really enjoys homeschooling. Hi, Kevin. Hey there. How are you? Uh, great. You, uh, you enjoy it? Uh, for the first week, yeah, it was beautiful. And then reality set in, and uh, I'd rather be dragged as far as the field of glass. Yep, yep. Uh, <laughs> Not just any glass, glass, broken, really yeah, sharp glass. For sure. With nails in it. Oh yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how well, many kids do you have? I have triplets. And there Whoa. it is. Right there, that's just, that's hard. And how old are they? Uh, they are turning 11 in two weeks, and it's two girls and a boy. Oh, boy. Handfuls all the way around. Okay, thank you, Kevin. Now, They'll team up against you. All right, now, I want to clarify something here. Amanda. Yeah. You love the homeschooling. Give you more of it. For one out of my three children, yes. One out of three. Okay. So the majority of the time you don't. <laughs> Correct. But for my 13-year-old daughter, who I thought would be giving me the most pushback, huh. she's been fantastic. Interesting. And she's even making everyone snacks plus cooking lunch. Wow. Yeah, you're yeah. discovering some things here, see? Look at that. It's uh, it's forced participation in the family. Now, see, I hear that a lot. The people that do love homeschooling are all like, I love it. I have a 13-year-old. Right. Who can kind of handle it on their own. Right. A 5- or 6-year-old, forget you about it. You don't have to sit over the uh, shoulder of a 13-year-old per se. That's the problem, yeah. Uh, which brings Audrey in. Hi, Audrey. Hi there. Uh, you love it. Love the homeschooling. Should have been doing this for it. years. I, I love it, and I have five-year-old twins. Oh. What, ex- what specifically do you love about it? 
I love um, actual homeschooling is not following what the school says. It's following your students' interests and doing what they like. So that's what I like. (laughs) So what if your students' interests are eating donuts and watching TV? Well, I, I guess I got lucky. Mine really like science and social studies. Oh, okay. I like that she refers to her kids now as students. So you're actually <laughs> like my What if I'm, it's like, the, I love the science of digging a hole in the backyard yeah. to pass the time. How about that? And that's great. You could come up with lessons from digging. Measurement. Oh, yeah. You could wear dirt. Right. Find the meniscus. Right. So you're saying, Find though. The meniscus. That's in your knee. Ah. No, that's, on a, that's in a test tube thing in a measuring cup. All right. It's the part in with liquid where the water dips in Is the middle. Is that true? I'm going to. Yeah, I'm that's to, the meniscus. Oh, I'm starting to believe it. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, no, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you're about to say something. No, you're caller, waving me off. No, no I'm not waving you off. No, it's too late now. I was going to say, I think that caller actually was a homeschool uh, mom all the time, not just for this purpose. Sounds like she's like, I'm just homeschooling my kids because that's what I do. Maureen, tell the truth. The truth is is that these kids need to go to school because they cannot hear more F-bombs from me oh my than gosh. they do from their own teacher. So you hate okay? homeschooling the kids. Listen, it's good for like 40 minutes, right? Like everyone's listening, everyone's paying attention, right. and then they're fighting, right? and their Zoom calls are interacting with each other, right. and F-bombs are flying, right. <laughs> pencils are That's flying. good learning. That's real-life learning. Everyone's... <laughs> Everyone's in timeout. Right. Now now they're Including playing Minecraft. you. You're drinking in the closet. <laughs> playing Minecraft. It's over. I can't do it anymore. Your they kids are wondering the why there's a lock on the inside of the closet door for you. <laughs> Go in there and lock it. They can't get in. Your bottle of Tito's. The American Education System, 2020. Oh, 12% of people have four to six packages delivered every week. 5% of people have seven to 15 packages delivered every week. Are you one of those houses that gets a package every single day? (laughs) At least one. Or are you a driver for a delivery service and you know each day when you arrive to work, you're going to the same house every single day? (laughs) 312-233-1019. Hi there, Ellen. Hi. Hi. So, okay, so this is not me, but I work as a nanny, so I have two bosses. And they each got at least three or four packages delivered each day. So you're a nanny, um, and at the house, when you get there each day to watch the kids, you can pretty much count on three to four packages delivered every single day, seven days a week. Oh, yeah. The delivery guy is best friends with the baby. It's like pretty funny. <laughs> they comment on how good she's getting and everything. So. Like, what kind of stuff? Is it just random crap? Pretty much, honestly, like it'll kind of just like pile up in the entryway until we finally get around to opening it. So we like have bot rooms full of like just Amazon boxes. Like you could build a castle with it. In a way, it's like Christmas every day. Yeah, yes. but oh, it really is. You know, it's great. But if you're not fighting to open it, did you really want that stuff anyway? If it's just like you piling know? up. Well, that's when it becomes an addiction. Right. Like you might want to <laughs> see a counselor about your shopping addiction, your yeah. online shopping addiction. Hi, Brandy. Yes. Hi. How uh, are you this morning? Excellent. Multiple packages a day? I probably get one or two maybe, but a neighbor who is the talk of our little area um, gets at least 30 a week. 30? The Amazon driver came to our house one day and just said, and they leave them out there half the time for a few days at a time. 
Nobody has ever seen them. Nobody really talks to them. They open the garage one time, and it is full of boxes. Full and of nobody boxes. has any idea what any of these things are. Hmm. No one has no idea what this lady does. But he even said, he's like, there's been boxes out there for a few days. Any idea if this woman's okay? And I said, no. Right, yeah, go well it, happens, yeah. <laughs> it happens all the time. She gets a ton of boxes. Like big boxes? A ton of packages. Little boxes. Big boxes. All Like, the porch is full of boxes. You mm. could take one of those. I'm not advocating this. And she would never know. <laughs> right. I'm sure not. You'd I'm, never know. Uh, let's go, go shake one. Let's go straight to the driver. Hey, Frank. Really? How you doing? Uh, you're a UPS guy? I am. When you arrive to work each day, Frank, is there one particular house on your route you know you're stopping? There is. And I usually stop in front of that house. And if I can't find a package, then I get a little nervous. Right. Like, I know there's <laughs> yeah. got to be one in here. There you go. The yeah, there's got to be. And, and if I don't go there that day, the next day I'll have at least two or three to make up the difference. Now, when you're delivering um, boxes of all sizes, can you tell that they have specific things they like to buy, or is it all over the board? No, it's pretty much all over the board. Uh-huh. Uh, and maybe it's more of a season thing. So if it's the springtime, she's probably got some bouquet of flowers to hang on her door, and then the next day I'll see it there. Uh, I see. All right, so you see the the results of your efforts. There is. Or if it's 4th of July, she'll have, like, you know, some some 4th of July thing out there. uh, Are you on a first-name basis with her? Uh, Yes, I am. There you go. It's almost like every day's Christmas and you guys are in a family together. I think if I pass her house up and I don't deliver anything, she gets a little nervous. She's like, oh, my God, that's not my guy. Right. <laughs> You'll it's remember sanity. that address forever. According to a survey of 2,000 people, the number one thing that makes them smile, you know, your clue was uh, sometimes uh, when you've had, you know, uh, like a month of nothing but bad news, which is really like this last month. Yeah. Uh, occasionally we have to pull out a brand new feature that whip uh, spearheads that is directly related to this answer, which would be what, Peggy? Good news. Good news is exactly Yay! right. Good news. The number one thing that makes people smile is occasionally, once in a while in your damn life, hearing some good news. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, we know it. All right, the things that make people smile. I told you we'd make you a winner at number one, but talk about number 10. Okay. okay. Let me get you there. Number two on the things that make people smile, uh, if someone smiles at you. It's contagious. Oh, yeah. Yes, it is. Makes sense. Like the virus. It's contagious. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see a smile behind the mask. That's Number true. three, positive news. Oh, that's different from good news? I don't know. Good question. Uh, Number four, seeing loved ones. Oh, that makes sense. That's, Unless you yeah. see them too much, then that's not good. Right. <laughs> Number five, making someone else smile. A lot of smile and good news things being flying or, or being flown around here. True. Uh, number six, someone telling a good joke. Oh, nothing like a good joke. What she said. Uh, number seven, being with family, uh, which again feeds number yeah, four, seeing loved them? ones. This should just be a list of five right, here. They, just really wanted a, they really wanted a top ten. <laughs> number eight, getting a surprise from someone. Ooh. Surprise, I've just given you coronavirus. No, okay. Here's good news. Hey. Uh, opposite. Surprise, we're pregnant. Uh, number nine, uh, interesting you say that, <laughs> seeing a baby laughing or smiling. Oh, how totally. Can you oh, my God. They just are so funny. On the top things that make people smile. And finally, at number 10, where we need to focus, getting a compliment from a stranger. Mm. Oh, really? Nothing better to make you smile. And getting a compliment from a stranger, like, you know, someone walking down the street and going, I love your outfit. 
Yeah. It's tremendous. You're highly fashionable. Mm-hmm. Unexpected. I can't, I can't go a day without someone yelling that at me. <laughs> of course. Love your outfit. You're so highly fashionable. Right. My God, this old thing. You yeah. lost your mind. That's your curse. Getting a compliment from a stranger. 312-233-1019. Share that one with us right now. What was the last compliment you got from a complete stranger? Yeah. You're loading your groceries in the car at Jewel, and all of a sudden somebody walks by and says what? Oh, this is going to be so nice. You're walking into Walgreens, and the woman walking out says what? Because they owe you nothing. They're just being nice for no reason. Right. What was the last compliment you received out of the blue, out of nowhere, from a stranger, Barb? I was uh, at a gas station pumping gas when uh, the guy who was inside the gas station came running out, waving his arms in the air, yelling, you are too beautiful to pump your own gas. Oh, look at that. Oh, yeah. You're too beautiful to pump your own gas. What a lovely uh, sentiment. What a nice thing to say. Uh, Unless it's followed with, can you help me load this uh, couch into the back of this white van? (laughs) Right. Yeah, you take the inside part. Oh, my God. (laughs) Sorry, I just did a little Silence of the Lambs action there. Yeah, don't do that. You're too beautiful. Can you help me load my uh, couch into this nondescript white van? Hello. Uh, I got to take everything and make it worse, don't I? (laughs) Oh, the best compliment you ever received. Thank you, Barb. Hi, Jackie. Good morning, guys. I love your show. Thank you. Best compliment you ever received. Um, I recently just went on a date with a guy I met from a random website. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I was we, we were being walked to our table, and this waiter's like, oh, my gosh, you smell so good. So it wasn't even the guy you're on the date with. The waiter no, had to handle the compliments. No, ah. it was the waiter. Yeah. And I'm like, Ooh, thank yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's getting a little extra in their drink. Yeah. Well, yeah. compliments kind of make you feel like that. Uh, hi there, Rebecca. The strange compliment you received. So I gave a compliment and got a compliment. Oh. Um, I was walking into a store and I saw this woman and she had on the most beautiful dress. And I normally don't go up to strangers and say anything, but I had to. So I went up, I told her that her dress was beautiful. And she looked at me and she said... You have to be a really strong woman to walk up to a complete stranger and tell her that her dress is beautiful. You had a big, like, We Are Woman seminar right there. We did. We did. It was a, it was a bonding moment. Right. It was amazing. Right. There was a socially distant hugging. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> a bond was formed. You'll be together forever. Yeah. That's really nice because normally girls are kind of mean. And one of the stranger compliments you received from a, well, from a stranger. Right. Yeah. Well, that would make Hello, Lynette. Hi. Hi. Yes. Hello. How are you guys? Great. You uh, you were told what? <laughs> so my mother and I were up in way northern Wisconsin at this little bar. And I'm sitting at the bar and this gentleman next to me starts talking to me. And I'm no problem. I'll talk to anybody. And all of a sudden he looks at me and he says, you're not from around here, are you? And I said, no. How did you know that? He said, because I have all my teeth. Yes, thank God. Yes, I have all my teeth. Yes, I have all my teeth. Because you have all of your teeth. Oh! And a crazy phone connection. You're not from around here because you have all your teeth. That is a great story. That's the sweetest thing a person from northern Wisconsin could ever say to anybody. Uh, we were talking about the things that put a smile on people's face. They uh, released a new poll in uh, number 10 on the list. 
uh, was a compliment from a stranger. Yeah. yeah. And the woman called and said that uh, she was up in like Manaqua or St. Germain right. or something like that, way northern Wisconsin. And somebody walked up to her in a restaurant. A guy walked up and said, you're not around for here, from here, are you? She's like, no, how do you know? He's like, because you got all your teeth. <laughs> you know, because he's used to seeing like chunks of bratwurst where bicuspids should be. Right, good oh, point. Oh. Good point. <laughs> but he saw all her teeth. Yep. Right. It reminded me of a secret Eric in the morning off-air poll question, tooth-related. Oh, no. Would you tell someone if they had something in their teeth? I love this question. Would you tell someone if they had something in their teeth that also says, or on their face? More on that in a second. Okay. <laughs> would you tell someone if they have something in your teeth or in their teeth, or would you let it go? Uh, Susan, given that scenario, you walk up to a complete stranger. You don't even know them. You've met them at a business mm-hmm. meeting, and they've got something in their teeth. Would you tell them? Yes, I would. You would. Wouldn't hesitate. Yep. Would do it right away. Exactly. I'm very honest. Yes, I would tell them right away. Uh, would you broach that subject because it can be embarrassing and awkward? Well, I kind of look at them a little in their teeth and I'd say, you know, you have a little something in the front of your tooth. You got something going on there. Okay. Something happening there. Thank you. We spoke to 10 people off the air and said, if you walked up to somebody you didn't know and they had something in their teeth, would you tell them? What do you think the results were? First of all, Violetta, would you? Yes, I you I would. tell people right away. Right away. Complete strangers. I'll tell anybody. Yeah. With also, the, like if their zippers undone. You're very observant. Okay. Well, then they wonder why are you looking there? Yeah, exactly. Uh, whip, uh, something in their teeth. Would you tell them right away? Complete stranger. Yeah, I'm gonna go with probably not. Yeah. You wouldn't? Well, I mean, if I was involved in some other conversation with them, maybe, but not like a random person go up to them for the purpose of just telling them that there's something in their teeth. No. Mm-hmm. I got you. What about you? No way. No, you're not gonna. You, no way. You just stay they away. They can have a slice of pizza stuck to the side of their face, and I'm not saying a word. Mm. Why? Because you don't. You, you can't find an opening. You're embarrassed. What? What? I just. It's just a conversation I don't want to have. Yeah. I have it in mind. Just don't tell me. I'll figure it out eventually when I go to the bathroom. Yeah. But I don't want to look at it in your teeth. So, so it's that's all why about I tell you. You're not. You're not mm-hmm. so much worried about me and my embarrassment. It's more your. Level well, yeah. Of you can't see it. It doesn't even bother it. you. I got it. <laughs> Uh, of the 10 people we spoke to off the air and said, you walked up to a complete stranger and uh, they had something in their teeth, would you tell them? What do you think the results were? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, 7 out of 10 would tell. Nope, sorry, I hit the wrong oh. button. Oh, oh <laughs> man, I celebrated early. I accidentally bumped a button. Uh, 9 out of 10. Uh, you're wrong, too. Uh, 10 out of 10. What? Would tell? Way to go. Everybody's being helpful wow. and observant. Which is a lie. No, it's not. <laughs> it is a lie. Yeah. I can prove it. Remember when uh, Joe Jonas or Nick Jonas had that big uh, hunk of broccoli in his teeth? That's right. <laughs> and it went for like hours. Yeah. And well, nobody said a word. It's hard to tell someone that important that they have something in their teeth because yeah. like, you don't want to embarrass them. Remember Nick Jonas came out and said, I walked around the entire day <laughs> yeah. with a broccoli florette in my teeth. Know. Nobody said a word. Uh, time for your weekend wrap-up stories. We haven't uh, had an opportunity to dump on you until right now. Thankfully, we've arrived at that point. You yeah. ready? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, we can wrap up time. 917. Uh, in an update, Michael Jordan Shoes auction for $615,000 sets a new record. Wow. Okay. 
Okay, well, that makes sense. A pair of shoes worn by MJ during the 85 exhibition game broke a world record when they sold for 615 grand, and they were only exhibition sneakers. Right. Well, or early one of the big games. Very early in his career, though. Probably early Air Jordans, right? Auction House Christie said the Nike Air Jordan 1 high sneakers worn by the legend during an exhibition game in Italy were autographed by Jordan and described by the auctioneer as a one-of-a-kind Michael Jordan artifact. You know, real quick about the pandemic, two things. A, sports memorabilia has been incredibly hot. B, all things Bulls and Michael Jordan from that era because of the last dance, Mm -hmm. unbelievably hot, so it's the perfect combination. Here's why they might be so valuable. The shoes were built as especially unique due to a shard of glass embedded in the sole of the left shoe as a result of Jordan shattering the glass backboard with a forceful dunk. Oh, no, that's what? incredible. I didn't know he ever shattered a backboard. I didn't either. We yeah. might have to try to find video of that somewhere oh in Italy. Oh, my God, that's so cool. The wow. $615,000 final price uh, for the shoes broke the record set by another pair of players' shoes, which sold for five sixty. Christie said another pair of Jordans worn in a 92 game sold for 112000 as a part of the same auction. Wow. Cool. Since we're talking big money, you know Jordan liked to gamble. Yeah. He's a grown man, and maybe as a young boy, too. Casino fined 64000 after 12-year-old and a bunch of teens were caught gambling. What? Yeah, 12-year-old bellied up to the uh, blackjack table. <laughs> so they got fined because yeah. they allowed the teens to do that. Mm-hmm. Okay, got it. The Australian casino was fined $64,000 after a 12-year-old girl and two other teens were caught gambling. The 12-year-old's mother was filmed on security cameras sneaking her daughter into the Star Casino in Sydney. She did it through a back door to avoid security. Once inside, the parents were filmed sitting with their daughter. She placed nearly two dozen bets on poker machines. Wow, start them young. Gambling early. (laughs) Oh, sad news. Uh Uh-oh. This year's naked bike ride in Philadelphia has been canceled oh, due to the pandemic. No, hopefully really? ours isn't. I thought ours was already canceled oh, and over it? with. Uh, everything's been canceled. I oh. didn't pay attention to that one. I feel like our naked bike ride was supposed to be like a couple weeks ago. All right, we'll find this out. Don't worry. It was always scary to see the naked bike oh, ride. Man. Agreed. <laughs> it rolled past <laughs> my house. Here's some yeah, stoplight, and that rolls by. And you're there for 20 oh, minutes. Yeah, that's a lot of stuff you don't want to see. Where I used to live, right out my fr- front window, there would be hundreds and hundreds and hundreds mm. of bad naked people riding bikes. <laughs> It was, it was it, frightening, it terrifying, horrifying. Speaking of horrifying, woman horrified to find Amazon delivery driver pooping in her garden. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. It's now, so we were doing Amazon talk a little bit earlier. If you missed it, get it on the Eric in the Morning podcast brought to you by the great folks at ComEd who have my electricity back on, and I thank them That's for that. That's cool. The person got more than a package dropped off at her home, a woman in the U.K., <laughs> Says on July 26th, a van pulled up outside her house. Sharon Smith said she then saw the man run from the vehicle into her yard. Sharon followed him, fearing he was stealing wood from her. You know, a lot of fires in July, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) What are you thinking, Sharon? Sharon. He might be stealing my winter wood. You never know. She says she asked the man to leave, call police. She discovered the man was an Amazon driver who went on to make a delivery to her neighbors. When police arrived, he told him he wasn't feeling well and was desperate for a bathroom. Could you imagine seeing that? It's, I it prefer would, not to imagine it. It worse, would forever be stuck in your head. Worse than seeing the naked bike riders. I That's terrible. Uh, this is good news. Jason Momoa, you love him, right? Oh, yeah. Who doesn't love yeah, him? Yeah, Aquaman. Yeah. Uh, recently gave his wife, Lisa Bonet, Cosby Show, yeah. a surprise gift. He restored her very first car, a 1965 Mustang. I saw that. How sweet. Cool. Jason posted, Aloha, everyone. This is 14 years in the making. I wanted to surprise my wife with her first car she ever bought and bring it back to life and into our family. 
That's so nice. He's very thoughtful. There's another guy in a car that's not so nice. Man's Tinder date blows up his speeding excuse. The Northwest Indiana Times says the Portage, Indiana police recently arrested Colton Morris for doing 109 in a 45. Ooh, that's fast. He told cops he was speeding because his girlfriend was sick and needed food. His girlfriend, in quotation marks, told cops that she was not his uh, partner and that they were actually on a Tinder date that started 15 minutes earlier at a hotel. Ah. Oh, He's weird. like, I would prefer he doesn't drive this fast. Please arrest him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> a restaurant in China has apologized for weighing customers to prevent food waste. Oh, no. Oh, how does that work? Oh, the crazy Chinese. They uh, can't do that. Well, there they can well, even even there they can't. Now. I guess. They had to oh. apologize. Oh, okay. The restaurant in the central city asked customers to stand on scales and scan their data into an app that recommended food choices and how much is, how much food they should get. It told you what to eat? Well, yeah, because they're yeah. like trying to control food right. waste. Like, all right, listen, based on you stepping on this <laughs> scale, here's how much food you're going to get and here's right. what we're going to feed you. Right. Yeah. You're getting the salad. Yeah. That so is. that didn't work out as as they had hoped, the restaurant faced backlash on social media. Yeah, bad optics. And finally, <sighs> potentially more bad news. Do you have an update on the uh, naked bike ride in Chicago? It was apparently supposed to happen in June. That's so what I, I thought. I don't think it did then, yeah, right? Yeah, it got canceled. Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Tourist attractions in cities are bracing for the possibility no. what? of Halloween being canceled. Mm. Oh, oh, you yeah. know, a lot of people are talking about this, but... Yeah. Can't they just leave the candy out on the front steps? No, that's like if, yeah, that's like is. the one thing they can't do that right. they're worried about. You're kind of sharing the stuff. With October still two months away, cities are bracing for the fact that they won't be fully reopened by the holiday. This has reportedly severely impacted cities' plans for Halloween celebrations, which will likely be unable to feature large gatherings of people and or trick-or-treating. Yeah. Man, that's got to be tough for those kids. <sighs> This is what it's come to now. Mm-hmm. We're sitting on August 17th talking about canceling Halloween. The Eric in the Morning podcast. What's the best way to pay your ComEd bill? Whichever way works best for you. Choose from a variety of ways to pay at ComEd.com slash pay ComEd powering lives. Thanks for listening to the Eric in the Morning podcast. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss a moment of Eric in the Morning on 101.9 The Mix Chicago.